a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You can ring the bell today. The national debt hit a jaw dropping 31 trillion dollars and unfortunately with the fed raising interest rate uh, by next year that interest payment alone could be well over one trillion dollars a year so the question beyond the headline of 31 trillion which is a horrific headline is how did we get here conflict or collusion let's begin think you know the news of the day think again well, as we've been talking about it, uh, again, $31 trillion is a, an extraordinary number. Uh, but how we got here, and more importantly, how do we move forward on all of this, uh, is the question of the day under the headline. Uh, really pleased to have joining us once again on the program, Brian Riedel, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute. And uh, Brian, you've been tracking this stuff for a long time. Uh, you get the drill, but let's uh, let's kind of break this down in terms of how do we wrap our heads around $31 trillion in debt? really too much to even to even think about it's it's close to about two hundred thousand dollars for every household in america um it's much bigger than the entire u.s economy so think of it like um you know if we're if the economy if the america were a, were a family we would have a debt much bigger than our than our than our family income and the interest costs are, are going to get huge. We're never going to pay back this debt. The wrong way to think of it is, how are we going to pay back $31 trillion? Honestly, we're never going to pay it back. But we do have to pay interest on it every year. And as interest rates rise, that's going to become extraordinarily expensive. Yeah, and so as we, as we look at that component to it alone, uh, if the interest rates continue to go up, uh, we could be spending more just on that interest payment than we spend on defense and Medicare and probably a few other things combined. Absolutely. <clears throat> By the, even if you assume continued low interest rates, which is not going to happen as anyone uh, you know, can see when they, when they look for a mortgage or get a loan, even if you assume low interest rates, in about six years, the interest is going to cost more than the entire defense de- department. And over the next couple decades, it gets really scary interest will become the single biggest item in the federal budget and it will consume half of all federal taxes so think of all the taxes you pay to washington from new year's until the end of july or this right the end of june will just be paying the interest on the debt it won't be funding a troop a social security benefit medicare benefit it won't be building a road half your taxes will go to bondholders and that's the rosy scenario that assumes low interest rates. Yeah, and then uh, in terms of, of how you start dealing with that, uh, again, if we're just paying all of that out in interest, not for programs, not for roads or bridges or submarines or health care or anything else, 
Uh, how do you how do you start navigating out of that? Again, let's just set the thirty one trillion aside, which seems like a comical thing to say. <laughs> we can just set the thirty one trillion aside, uh, and if we're just dealing with just the interest. Uh, to me, it, it seems that you only end up with with a choice of either just draconian cuts of everything, or massive taxes, or you just keep printing more money, which uh, we are, as we're seeing, uh, tends to cause problems in terms of inflation, uh, which tends to hurt the poor and the most vulnerable the most. Yeah, I mean, the first rule holds is stop digging. And so what's frustrating to me is President Biden spending trillions and trillions more. He's already added $4.8 trillion over, uh, over a 10-year cost just in the first 20 months. So the first rule is stop digging. Second, the federal government should have, and I was screaming this for many, many years, they should have locked in low interest rates when they were low last mm. year. We could have gotten 30-year interest locked in at 1.8%. Instead of locking in low interest rates, they continued doing short-term borrowing and rolling it over. And so now we're totally exposed to any future interest rate increase is going to roll over into the entire national debt because Washington basically made a long-term debt commitment on a short-term adjustable rate mortgage. From there you got to just fix the programs. You either, you're either going to have to raise taxes through the roof or you've got to gradually rein in spending, and that includes Social Security and Medicare costs that are driving long-term deficits. It's not going to be easy to rein those programs in, but if you start now, you can do it somewhat gradually. The danger is if you wait 5, 10 years, your choice is going to be either drastic spending cuts that are going to be brutal or impossible tax hikes. I would rather gradually do some pain now than have to do it harsher later. Yeah, no question about that uh, at all. Uh, and then as we look at how we, we got here, you mentioned the, the spending just over the last uh, 18 months, uh, not even two years under President Biden. Of course, we know it uh, went up under President Trump as well and President Biden before that and, pre- <laughs> and President Bush before that. Uh, and, and as we go back, it, to me, this is one of those where uh, we always complain about conflict in Washington, D.C., but I, I just don't think it's possible to get $31 trillion in debt through conflict. To me, this is a lot of collusion uh, in terms of some really bad spending. You know, it reminds me of the old case that in Washington you have the evil party and the stupid party, and every once in a while they get together and do something stupid and evil, and we call that bipartisanship. <laughs> um, you basically you have both parties colluding together uh, to, to pass each other's programs. And, you know, that's the interesting thing. If you take a look at the policies that have driven most of the debt over the decades, you take a look at the biggest bills we've had, most of them have been bipartisan. Um, we have these spending deals where Republicans get $200 billion for defense and Democrats get $200 billion for non-defense. You have the, the pandemic spending that was, that was very bipartisan. Even under Obama, Bush, Trump, most of the spending uh, was bipartisan. And even a, a good deal of the tax cuts were more bipartisan than people think. It's, 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 it's not conflict. You're exactly right. This is this is the, the stupid and the evil party getting together and doing things that are stupid and evil. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to use that today. That's uh, That will be the theme of the day. Stupid and evil get together and uh, bad things happen, uh, especially in Washington, yep. D.C. Uh, so as we look at the, the path forward, uh, you mentioned just uh, the fact that we've done all of this on short-term 
uh, interest. So now that we are exposed, what do you expect to see if we have another Fed uh, increase, another three quarters of a point to a point? Uh, what is that going to What is that going to do in terms of what that uh, annual just interest only payment? Yeah, it, it's it's going to grow immensely. Um, you know, I, I ran the numbers on this, looking at some data from CBO and the Office of Management and Budget. Every time interest rates rise by one percentage point, that will cost two point six trillion dollars over the decade, and thirty trillion dollars over thirty years in interest costs. That's from a single point that interest rates rise. Now, what does that mean? Over 30 years, that means every time rates go up one point, it's like adding another Defense Department. Wow. And that, so if rates go up 2 3%, it becomes completely impossible. Um, I had mentioned earlier that in 30 years, half your taxes will go to interest. If rates rise one point, it'll be 70% of your taxes. And if rates rise two points, it'll be 100% of your taxes going to interest. So we are highly exposed right now. And, you know, really, the party's over, yeah. <laughs> fiscally. You know, we, we, had a, we had a lot of, we had a good time with low interest rates, and, and that, those days are over and the bill's coming. Yeah, the, the fiscal Mardi Gras should officially be declared over <laughs> today. I think, <laughs> I think we have to get to that. And, uh, as always, helping us break down the dollars and cents, uh, especially when they don't make any sense uh, to any of us or anyone who runs a business or who runs a state. Uh, we, we've got to change this conversation. Uh, Brian Riedel, thanks for helping us uh, make some sense of bad sense <laughs> when it comes to the Thank money. you so much. Hey, thanks, Brian. All right. Uh, there's some important things in there. Again, just you have to wrap your head around the idea that every time that interest rate goes up because of the way we've been managing our debt as a country, uh, it's it's costing us trillions of dollars in interest alone. Uh, and there's nowhere to go. And so we have to have a different kind of conversation. And yes, this is the ultimate in equal opportunity offending. Uh, Brian pointed this out, that most of the massive spending that has taken place over the last several decades has been in the name of bipartisanship. So again, a lot of times it's not about the conflict. It's about collusion. And if Republicans are getting an extra $200 billion for defense and, it, and Democrats are getting an extra $200 billion for non-defense, that's $400 billion that you and I are on the hook for. Uh, and so it's collusion. So we have to be careful. Bipartisanship is great, can be important, and it can be cover for irresponsible spending that our children and grandchildren are going to have to pay. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.